Greetings, loved ones. Let's take a journey. A journey down that green brick road. <laughs> we talking about weed, pot, chronic, Mary Jane, that sticky, icky, icky, icky. Whatever you want to call it, Jenny Smith and Vanessa Shark are here for it. Because this is Hot Tokes. Hi, welcome to Hot Tokes. My name is Jennifer Smith. I'm here with my fantastic co-host, Vanessa Shark. How you doing, Vanessa? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited to talk to you. I'm excited to talk to you, too. I'm excited, especially excited for this episode. Especially yes, excited. yes. Um, so we have a, a pretty interesting subject today, and it's something that was on my mind when I initially thought about getting uh, a medical marijuana card because I knew that I could get edibles. Um, and I wanted to experiment with something that might be a little bit easier on my lungs. Um, <laughs> yes. That is definitely um, one of the downsides about smoking weed is you definitely feel it um, when you try to breathe. So um, my journey uh, with edibles has been hit or miss, which I think is kind of um, typical for an edible user. Do you think yeah. that's the case? That's very true. I think like, yeah, literally my, I think everyone's first time is always the worst time. Mm -hmm. And that's what was with me for sure. I was, um, I was given edibles by a friend and I took too much. They told me to take only a little bit and I took too much and had a panic attack, thought mm -hmm. my friends were going to kill me and bury me in the desert, like full on, <laughs> thought there was a conspiracy to murder me. It was, yeah, it was wild. Like my husband got involved at the time he was my fiance and my, he was like, what is going on? And my friends had to call him and reassure him that <laughs> they were not going to kill me. And yeah, it was, for that for like, a drama queen. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. So the first time I had edibles, I was like, so that, it scared me off edibles for the longest time. Mm, I could see that. Yeah. Um, all right. So one question that I had um, was how do edibles work? Uh, so when I was um, trying to, you know, come out of a way to sort of explain it, I decided to use the power of the internet. So I'm going to read this article from ease.com, E-A-Z-E.com. And it says, how do edibles work? So if you're going to smoke or vape cannabis, you'll feel the effects right away, but edibles are more complicated. Your body needs time to digest, metabolize, and absorb the cannabinoid compounds. Depending on your metabolism, body weight, and other factors, it could take an, over an hour before the effects are noticeable, which is a problem because if you don't feel it, then you'll eat more, <laughs> and then it will kick in. Um, <laughs> But you, you don't want to wait too long because you're like, what if it just didn't work? Um, right. It's all trial and error. So after traveling down, you know, after you eat it, it uh, from the stomach, it is digested, um, of course, like normal. And then the THC is absorbed through the lining of the stomach and then taken to the liver. And then in the liver, it is converted again into like super THC. Uh, which is more potent and can cross the blood-brain barrier more easily than THC that's been inhaled. So that is the science behind why it fucks you up more, but it takes longer and it's harder yeah. 
<laughs> harder to dose yourself. Basically, it really just depends on your you, your first time, your body type, your like how often you smoke weed. Um, and so it really, it just depends on how, like, really it depends on your, your, um, the use, your, how heavy of a user are you are. Right, right. So you're literally just every once in a while smoking a little bit of marijuana here and there, control your dosage. So like they call it microdosing or like low dosage, two milligrams is considered low. The five milligrams is considered a standard dose. And like 10 milligrams starting is like a strong starting point. A lot of dispensaries. Uh, actually sell at the most of their um, uh, edibles, like the ones in Vegas at least, start at 10 milligrams a piece. And then you have like the ones that are like chocolate bars or Rice Krispie treats that are like, this is 100 milligrams, like blah, blah, blah. And then I have like advisories and like how much you should eat. So those are considered, the reason why these are considered small, blah, 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 is because, and these are actually considering, considered to like, you know, heavy users like us, that's a pretty low dosage, at least, yeah. to, you know, for, for an edible, like if I'm eating an edible, I want my edible to at least be 25 milligrams, like, but I'm on a heavy user. So right. um, this is, I feel like it's definitely an article and, and it's definitely that's helpful for people who are just getting started um, because it, it, cause it just definitely depends. And if you're buying from a, um, a dispensary, be cautious of how much you actually, just because, oh, this, you know, this is one single piece of candy. That piece of candy is, is anywhere between eight to 10 milligrams of marijuana and make sure that you can handle that. If you don't think you can handle that, eat half of it. And then that should, that's a pretty low dosage that you should, you can, you should be able to handle that and eat the rest of it later, you know, about an hour later. But that's also another thing is like the timing of like, um, how your body metabolizes the marrow, uh, you know, the THC, it depends on your body and your metabolism as well, because for some people, it's an hour to two hours. For me, I can start feeling it between an, a half an hour to 45 minutes because my body metabolizes things super, super fast. Mm -hmm. So it really, yeah, it depends on how much you eat and how much, you know, what, what you're, how you normally digest your food, I guess. I don't get into body biology. <laughs> it depends on, I think, the um, form of edible as well, because like I find that gummies will hit me way different than like a chocolate or Definitely. Like a brownie would. Um, and that's because of the fat content uh, mm -hmm, in the baked For good, sure. Right. And, yeah. um, but it, it definitely takes more gummies to get me high than it does in a baked good. Or, yes. even, or even just straight up eating distillate, which is fun too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I think the edible high has to be, um, you have to like kind of go into it knowing that it's not going to be like a right away kind of thing. You know, mm -hmm. I've noticed that what, like I trend, I tend to do it more for like, you know, either depends on like, obviously the, what I'm in the mood for, but if I'm like trying to get to sleep, that's a great one to eat for sleeping because it hits you a little bit later while you're already trying, you know, on your way down trying to sleep and that gummy hits you. And then you're just riding that high <laughs> while you sleep throughout the whole night. It's like a perfect kind of thing. I think edibles are great for those it's like a time release capsule kind of thing. Yes. <laughs> so I feel like that's a really great advantage of that. But if I'm trying to get high right away and like get so I got stuff to do or I'm having a panic attack, an edible's not gonna help me in that moment. Mm -mm. Do you ever like stack them? So like 
you know, take this. So, you know, you'll be doing this later and you want to have that edible high. But right now I'm fixing to smoke this joint or hit this. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll like be like, okay, I'm really tired right now. So I need like a jolt of energy, but I need, I know like later on and be like, you know, I'm going to feel, I'm going to need to chill out. Cause it's going to be like five, you know, like whatever. I like, I like to balance myself out and edible always help. Usually we, I do edibles that are, are usually hybrid or indica. I try to stay away from sativa ones, but once I'm like going out, I'll take it really early in the morning. Cause a sativa hybrid or a sativa edible is, it's a party. It's a party drug. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so what are some of your favorites? Oh my God. Okay. So I just, I'm just been getting into the world of edibles and like what kind of like, I wasn't sure if I liked candy or if I liked, you know, the savory stuff more or whatever, but I, I really love like the ones that you can just buy the dispensary. There is really good sour gummy ones um, that come in a bunch of different flavors that are fantastic. Um, and they're usually like, you know, they're labeled by hybrid or sativa. Um, I like having those, um, this or hybrid sativa or indica. And I like having the indica ones for, for definitely for sleep, but I've been getting, um, the dab oil lately. Um, cause they've been on sale and I've been infusing food, like our dinners with them. Um, because I've been watching these shows, uh, bong appetit and cooked with cannabis. Mm-hmm. And I'm like obsessed with figuring out how you can like mix in, you know, like there's things you can like mix, uh, pasta, they did a pasta or Italian thing where they mixed in the breadcrumbs on top of the pasta with keef. Um, they had the oil, like the olive oil mixed with some of the dab oil. They had lemon haze mixed with the custard. Like there was just like the way they paired some of the stuff, some of the different strains and different types of it. It wasn't just like flour. It was also distillate. It was crystal. It was CBD. They also did use CBD. So I've been like, oh, this is fun. Let me try this out. And so I've been um, yesterday, or not yesterday, the day before I did, I bought a Blue Dream, one gram of Blue Dream distillate oil like a month ago. And I've been like, I keep forgetting to use it. So I'm like, let me use this on the empanadas. So this is my first time, or not first time, but like I, because my first time actually was Thanksgiving. But mm-hmm. I guess my first time doing it recently, like, and just like not mixing it with anything. And that shit is wrong the yes. flavors overpowering the ever i was like oh my god i gotta mix it better next time that was <laughs> yes. my, like, my lesson was not to just like drizzle it on top because no. it, it, it definitely worked though but it was in terms of like trying to eat enjoy the flavor it was a little bit on the difficult side right um but it worked out really well because it was a, it was about I may have over put a lot on there because when I by the time I looked at it I was like oh my god I think I put like five hundred milligrams between the four and the <laughs> <laughs> I was like oh shit oh so my god the rest of the evening me and my husband were just like so... laying there like how you feeling you feeling good how you feeling and I felt so good the rest of the night and then had the best night's sleep I've had in forever. Okay, yeah. so did you put it like in the meat filling empanada or like the uh, the dough? I no, I literally put it on. So I actually I, the second night I did a better job of this. Um, yesterday I made uh, mac and cheese and I infused it in the mac and cheese. But so I did a better infusion with that than I did with the empanadas. I literally after I took the empanadas out of the pan, uh-huh. I cooked up to the rest of the like most of the oil and then I just literally drizzled the oil on top of the <laughs> empanada. 
I was like, I forgot. I was like, I don't know how to do this. And so I just did it. And then I was like, oh my God, that was a terrible idea. I should have just opened up each empanada and put it in. <laughs> but I wasn't thinking about it. So then the next night, yesterday, I made mac and cheese and I put um way less dab oil this time, but I put it in it and infused um, and mixed it in. And it tasted a lot better. But I'm the blue dream flavor, it really, the the, the thing with the, the dab oil is that you have to really figure out what flavors pair well with it you can't just put that on everything because you're gonna because it's very strong it's so strong even yeah. though you're kind of just like yeah it's you're eating an edible but it's also like you want to you want to enjoy your dinner too right right so yeah. <laughs> so like i was like the flavor that the blue dream dab oil tastes the most like um is basil so anything that flavors like anything that you flavor basil with a lot like italian foods or like thai food or something like that blue dream infusion would be a really good mix with that so next time I use Blue Dream, dab oil, I'm going to try that out. Next one I got was peach ring. So once I try that out, I'll let you guys know. But I'm really excited about peach rings, dab oil. Ooh, that's my story from this week. Oh my, <laughs> my gosh. <adventure. laughs> oh my gosh. I'm just like freaking out. That's hilarious. Um, what about you? What are your favorites? Um, so I the distillate that I've been getting is, um, I, it's really not... They do have strain-specific ones, but I usually just get the generic, whatever it says, the hybrid, usually. Yeah. Um, and so that first thing that I made was those brownies that I told you about, um, yes. which turned out awesome. Um, but then I got to the point where I was like, you know, it's just me. Like, why don't I just do what you did, which is just put the oil, like, directly onto a piece of food and eat it. So right. yeah. take it take it like RSO or whatever. It's, it's very, it's a similar method of um, delivery of RSO, but the effects are extremely different. Um, <laughs> but it does, it does seem to take longer to hit that way. Um, just depending on how much I've eaten really. Yeah. That that's day. Sure. Mm -hmm. Do you, do you like to eat like on an empty stomach or do you like, snack throughout the day or how does that work honestly i don't think about it. i don't think edibles affect my stomach that poorly on an empty stomach or not. i don't think it is different and i this is coming from someone who's lactose intolerant who still eats dairy daily and has to consume lactate because i'm i'm stubborn and i don't want to give up dairy um so yeah i've eaten edibles on an empty stomach and i've had i haven't had any issues um but i would say to, for like a beginner or someone who's new at it or doesn't do it very often, definitely snack prior to having an edible. Um, yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, what about so you? Mostly I just, um, I'll end up putting it on like a spoonful of peanut butter or, Ooh. you know, something kind of like low carb, obviously would be good. And um, I had those little, um, Slim Fast makes like a little two carb, um, fake peanut butter cup like a fat bomb oh, okay cool so yeah yeah on a fat bomb it it actually is pretty cool because i like the flavor of the marijuana like it's very overpowering mm -hmm. but it's just I, it's just very strong and i i just intend to enjoy it and i think it pairs well with chocolate really yeah really yeah chocolate. and i do still have those um those molds that i had bought to make chocolate i just haven't done it yet so that is on my list of things nice. to try. But I, like you, I'm pretty fascinated with the idea of like making 
infusing it even deeper into cooking, like entire meals, if possible. Yeah, like, sorry, I took a hit and it's a little bit. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> um, I that's one of the reasons why I love that Bong Appetit show. The first two seasons was this guy basically throwing completely infused three course meals um, that that like he would bring in like these expert chefs and uh, they would infuse like their their usual meals like you know grandma's cooking. Mm-hmm. Um, Dudes making fried chicken and mac and cheese, like Southern cooking, um, like per- Persian food, Indian food, outdoor backyard cooking, like Japanese food. There was like sushi. Some dude, literally, dude made a freaking cigar, like a freaking weed cigar with a with a sushi roll method. The oh. coolest. The show's on Hulu, by the way. If you have Hulu. Bong Appetit is on Hulu, and it's the first two seasons are really, really, really went the longest way of showing me how to actually, like, give me the confidence to be able to do this stuff, and it's really, really cool. Like, you can put this up in your food, and there's a way to make it taste okay. Like, it, this is gone other days where you can, you know, where in college you're eating, like, flourful weed brownies that someone right, made yeah. in there, you know, <laughs> that are so right. gross, but, you know, you're just like, ah, edibles. This is, like, <laughs> You can make a five course gourmet ass meal with 17 different types of weed and CBD. Like this is where we're at now. Yes. This is so cool. Yes. I'm, I really would love for us one in the day in the future, like to do like a cook, like a cooking show, not a cooking show, but like a, where we cook something and like kind of talk about how we infused it in our, like in our meals. Like that would yes. be or like, because I definitely want to do a weeds giving for sure this year. If I'm not pregnant by then, um, I would love to do a weeds giving um, and just infuse every level of. Because that's kind of what we did last year. We infused the I infused the gravy with the mashed potatoes and gravy, um, and that was fire. Uh, but I want to do I want to do a step further. I want to make I want to infuse it in the fried chicken. I want to do like baked food and have it baked on top. I want to use yeah. key. I want to do CBD. Like there's. The world has opened up to me and I'm so excited about it. It makes me excited about cooking again, too. I love that idea, uh, Weeds Giving. It's so, I wish I had, um, <laughs> I wish I had more weed using members around. You know, yeah. it's like, it's like I, how fucked up am I going to be if I'm like eating the entire meal? <laughs> it's just me. Literally, it's me and my husband. My friends, all my friends that live here, none of them smoke weed. <laughs> me and my husband being potheads around our friends. But see, I love the gravy idea because that is just like, it's small. You you can do like a small batch just for you, enjoy the big meal, and then just have that infused. Exactly. Um, That's pretty cool. I really like that idea. Yeah, that's actually a good idea because if you're going to a communal or a bigger Thanksgiving, you're like, walk out on my own edibles. That is like, this is. This is Joan's special gravy. It's just spiking the punch, right? Yes, exactly. exactly. Um, just think of it that way. Um, and you could do, like, a pump. Uh, see, I'm not a pumpkin pie fan, but I think I a pumpkin it. pie spiced, you know, yes. <laughs> I think that would be awesome. Oh, my God. I love pumpkin pie. I love pumpkin, all pumpkin flavored things. And that's actually, I feel like, yeah, weed goes really well with that kind of spicy, those spicy, earthy, yeah. spicy foods. Mm-hmm. Oh like God, now I'm gonna fall like the beer. Nutmeg, yeah. and, yeah. nutmeg, cinnamon. Yes. Yes. Now I'm gonna oh. fall the beer. Now I'm like craving fall because summer's <laughs> so hot already. <laughs> it's like I can see it. Like I can just like taste it. Like it. 
that is going to be awesome. Okay. I'm now I'm like, my mouth is watering. I got to yeah. watch these shows. I know we've talked about it before and uh, I haven't done it yet, but yeah. I think you'll really like it. Like it's actually really, it's, you learn a lot and you're also laugh a lot because they're potheads. <laughs> and <laughs> so it's just inherently funny. And then just like they have guests on the show that are just like random celebrities, drag queens and like activists and stuff. So it's just, the first two seasons are really great. Um, and then the guy actually took a step back from the third season because of Vice's issues. So he was like, he took an integrity mm. stand. He's like, I'm not giving any more content to Vice and blah, blah, blah. So that was good on him. And I was like, no, they changed the formula for the third <laughs> season. So it's not the same. It's not the same show anymore. So, but the first two seasons, fire. But yeah. So I, I have this, my cookbook in front of me. And there's a few things that I, I want to like list out that you can do possibly that you can make edibles with. <clears throat> Swordfish teriyaki is one I just is just literally making uh, swordfish. You can do fried soft shell crab with sashito pepper mole, which is insane. You can do um, let me see here. You can do oh that's interesting. Fried spring rolls, which Ooh. they take the actual um, leaf, the marijuana leaf, and actually put it in. So like a lot of the cooking shows actually use, because they said that the uh, marijuana leaf has more nutrients in it than kale. So you can actually use it to eat. You can literally make a, a marijuana leaf salad if once that actually like, what? Like, let that, yeah, let that blow your mind. A freaking, yes, they were actually, dude, they were literally, I'm my mind, the show is insane. The way they were, it was, it's like the future. They were putting like, um, they were making turkey or no chicken. They were roasting whole chickens and they were, they were, you know, basting and seasoning the chicken and putting whole marijuana leaves underneath the skin so that the flavor and all the nutrients from the like leaf, it's just wild. This show is, it's, there's so much you can do with it. Like this one recipe says cannibal leaf, cannabis leaf pesto, like literally making a pesto sauce with the cannabis leaf. Where do you even get cannabis leaf? Is that sold in Vegas? You know what? Now that's a, a really good question because I have been thinking I don't I don't know where you can get that because it has to, it would have to be pretty fresh right you know pluck it and fresh like I don't know I don't even I don't think those are available to I don't even think we can go to a, like a weed farm like I don't, I don't know, know if that's, that's what I'm saying. legal like, yet you know yeah. we just got the weed lounges passed so that's yes. we're inching towards like I think maybe us being able to go to a weed farm like we do pumpkin patches every fall and picking out weed leaves um <laughs> wow <laughs> i'm like kind of high i'm like wait a minute did i just yeah. invent a whole new season <laughs> that's 420 fest like that's like the opening of 420 you know where people go oh my god it's pumpkin season and people go pumpkin <laughs> patching and apple picking and we're on 420 like grabbing weed leaves <laughs> i love it and you're yeah. just in there taking pictures with your family at the weed farm, you know? Yes. Yeah. All the influencers are doing it. The kids are running around like, that's cool. <laughs> so like in, in a recipe for like, um, what would an amount be? Like, what are they telling you to put in there? How much um, distillate or whatever are they saying, like in a swordfish teriyaki recipe? Oh, that's a good question. So I'm looking at a few recipes. So they're at the very top there, they, each recipe has at the very top, how much it has and what, what the, um, method. So this, for example, fried mixed mushrooms, basically just deep fried mushrooms, um, 9.5 milligrams per half a cup of aioli. So how they did it was they infused 
they basically infused um, their, it looks like they, oh, and, oh, no, wait, hold on. It looks like they infused, yeah, their aioli, and then that's what they used before they breaded the, uh, the mushroom. Yes, I believe, hmm, actually, I'm going to find a better example. Let me see. I'm not sure what they did. And also mushrooms gross me out. Yeah, Aha! I don't like mushrooms at all. Green mac and cheese. Oh. This one's 5.5 milligrams of THC per serving with 33.4 milligrams total recipe. The way they did that was that they they put the, it's um, they infused the butter. So the butter right. that goes throughout the entire meal is all infused with, with um, cannabis oil as well as making it green. So they also use uh, green or they use the actual flour as well. So that in the mixing in the spinach, parsley and basil, boom. Um, so that it also mixes in. So it, it's like a, yeah, you're cooking with a spice. Um, and then that looks, that sounds really good. It seems pretty easy. Once you, yeah. Then there's also like, you know, a, I'm trying to look, this is all savory dinner stuff. Let me look at, oh my God, there's an apple bomb. Oh so my God. They have an instruction to literally just make a giant apple bong. And it's a, it's, uh, you put, you know, how you dig into or cut out a couple holes and then make it like a, and put flour at the top. Yeah. So there's that, which is kind of cool. Um, margaritas, three milligrams per cocktail. That gets shaken in with a, uh, what do they put with this? Weed infused Blanco tequila. Ooh. They infused tequila and then made margaritas with it. Oh my um, god. Okay. I know this book is ridiculous. But this is like this isn't the official book. So there's like oh wow, salted chocolate chip cookies. Um, I believe they used uh flour infused butter. So a lot of these will have butter or oil because that's the best mm, way right. to right. to you know like you know infuse oil. Um but the show used did use like a CBD crystal keef and flour um in the way you would normally use like those types of things in the kitchen. So for example, if you're making like, you know, those lemon bars with powdered sugar on top, mm -hmm. that's where you would put like, you would mix in the CBD crystals, for example. So that would like make, that would mix in with the flavor. Um, or if you're doing like um, Parmesan garlic fries and you know, you have like the little like, you, uh, the scallions on top or whatever, that's where you would put like a mix in with a little bit of flour. So that's a kind of cool way to, to use make THC work for you. And I think for so long, it's always been like, how are we going to make this flat nugget, you know, <laughs> into a cupcake. <laughs> now there's like 50 different ways to infuse marijuana in ways that doesn't even seem like there's THC at all. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm absolutely fascinated and, and starving also. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a lot to mine here. So we will probably revisit this and yes. maybe report on some of our experiments in the kitchen and who knows maybe have a cooking show one day i would love that that would be fun um before we go is there anything that you've been um ingesting smoking uh recently that you've enjoyed oh well i think i talked about almost everything that i've been doing um i I've been doing Tropic Thunder, which is, um, mm -hmm. I, I've been, that's been like my productivity uh, one that's been getting me, it makes me a little bit goofy. So I try to use it uh, sparingly, but it helps me get things going. Um, and then I, but there's a new strain, my Indica Wise that I've been on called Relief Lychee. It's a proprietary 
like strain some of the strain or some of the brands out here do like their own mixes and then they like brand them with a name so don't, mm-hmm. they don't really share the the um what the flowers that are mixed in but a lot of the flowers are so hybridized that they're no one really knows who the parents are anymore right um, and they don't feel like naming them all um so this one is called relief lychee and then i bought another one called rest strawberry cream and like the lychee one is so good it gives me such a head buzz um and it tastes just like lychee like the lychee fruit or whatever mm-hmm. um but it puts me right out like it's helps me sleep and that plus the like blue dream mixture that i had the other night i went to bed at 10 o'clock woke up at seven o'clock in the morning fully rested ready to go and that's really rare for me because i wake up a lot in the middle of the night to pee and like i get insomnia sometimes and i'm just like my brain starts racing so for me to sleep through the night is wild but th- that's like my favorite new strain right now um it's from like a brand called city tree so if any of our vegas listeners are from or yeah if any of our listeners are from vegas the brand is from city trees it's from oasis cannabis that's my favorite dispensary but that's what i've been mostly consuming is that <laughs> how about you that sounds awesome um <laughs> so i found a hybrid called margalope that Ooh. was an interesting mix uh from the parents which were uh chocolope and frozen margie um oh, yeah. so i was like that is interesting um so it's actually it's more fruity than it is chocolatey and uh but there is an interesting um kind of blend and taste to it and it the effects were really just bouncy and productive and happy but for the most part um short lasting so um kind of perfect for midday or whatever um to give you a nice boost yeah Um, but it's but it's not going to linger very long so I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that a lot. And it's a little bit, um, it's like a tier two. So it's a little bit um, cheaper, 42 bucks for an eighth. So, you know, not bad for a little budget stream. Yeah. All right. Anything else that you want to mention before we get out of here? Um, well, I'm excited that we'll be seeing you in like a couple months. Yes, me too. Very, very excited um, for, yeah, Wrestle. SummerSlam, right? A summer yes, SummerSlam. Yes. I know my terms. Um, we're excited. You know, Vegas has been kind of, we've all been kind of holding our breath to see like what, how, you know, we are going to be with, you know, everything reopening, but um, mm-hmm. we seem to be doing okay with a mix of all our vaccinations plus people who are already immune. Um, right. So <laughs> that's kind of what's going on in Nevada, but it's, I'm excited. Things seem to be happening back up again. Drag shows are coming back, and so is wrestling. Those go yes! hand in hand. I'm very excited. And in, t- in the same vein, by the time you get here, weed lounges, hopefully crossing my fingers, will be open. They already passed them all. Um, there's a couple of dispensaries that are already set up that they've already like they've been building over the last couple of years to already do this. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming Planet 13 is one of the biggest dispensaries, basically a tourist trap, but they're probably the closest to basically opening a weed lounge this summer so i'm hoping by the time you get here we'll you know we'll be able to hang out at a weed lounge (laughs) yes that is my that is my goal for sure uh we will be hanging out either way (laughs) yes oh yeah absolutely we're hanging out in a but i really want you to have like a such a peak like 
yeah me too experience like that would be so freaking dope if like my podcast my podcast partner could like experience the wee lounge with me for the first that'd be so cool but yeah i'm hoping i'm setting out the vibes in the universe but yeah i as far as that's all i like i have you know um obviously we know that the black lightning um show ended so that means the podcast in that realm ended but i'm still doing podcast with um with my same crew Brittany brother Nate Clement where you know I'm guesting on some of their podcasts that they're doing and plus we're gonna still be talking about black pop culture we're just mm-hmm. switching over to like the lituation room so that'll help more details with for when we actually switch over to stuff uh, okay. we just released our last episode two days ago BL underscore podcast you want to listen to that we have good conversations with um a, a, an actor on the show Rafael Castillo he plays um, Devante, and he and I have a really, really good conversation about Afro-Latinas um, in Hollywood and how, you know, you kind of have to, being Black and Latino, you kind of have to fight to be both. Um, people kind of disregard the fact that you're a Latino when you look Black. And um, so that was a really good, cool conversation to have with him because, you know, I don't get to have that kind of conversation about, you know, race with, like that particular vein of um, race talks with a lot of people um, being Puerto Rican and Black. Uh, but that was cool. So that's a conversation. If anyone listening wants to hear that, um, and way this is my most chill podcast. I've I always like doing this podcast because I'm like it's always my where I I'm cool, you know the most relaxed. Um, but that's my uh, that's my other big project. And I have a website that I write on sometimes, VanessaShark.com, and I'm also you know Vanessa Shark everywhere. If you want to follow me, that's all I got. Follow me. Yes. Sure. I remember this time. Hot Tokes. <laughs> Hot Tokes. Hot underscore Tokes, I think. Yes. Is it? Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, as for me, you can find me at Jenny Position on Twitter and the Facebook page. Um, the feed right now is a um, they have decided to take a break from podcasting. Um, Mary recently had a baby and Kevin, um, I think was doing a new job. So they were like, you know, we need to take a breather. They've been doing weekly shows for a long while. <laughs> so they earned it and, uh, hopefully we'll have them back soon. And also I have, um, some ideas for possibly new shows to be added to the feed. Um, but for right now, it's pretty much a lot of you heard about Pluto episodes <laughs> so uh, coming up there will be an episode with me and my friend Matt Souza in which we giggle incessantly for an hour because we watch people on Wipeout on Pluto <laughs> and it's just people falling <laughs> just right. us laughing about it I mean that's it I mean it's hilarious but um, listen to that plus um my, the, the whole back catalog of Pluto is just so much fun. Um, there's a recent episode where uh, my friend JT and Tim and I did Nana 2 and 0, which was awesome. And then me and my friend Jake watched an episode of The Joy of Painting with Bob Ross, um, which is another Pluto gem, which I love. So um, follow me, um, follow us, and we will see you next time. Love, love, love. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>